Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. off a cliff there for a second. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Good morning, Casey. Good morning, friends. Good morning, me. Good morning. Last night was open house for Emerson, my seven-year-old who is going into second grade. Today is her first day of school, guys. Let's go. Nice. Nice. Uh, Out the house. What'd you make Emerson take to kiss up to the teacher? Um, we took all the school supplies. There's so many school supplies. <laughs> She's sitting next to, like, so this teacher has... All the kids paired off, and she's sitting next to a boy. And she's very nervous about this. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a big deal. She's like, I don't know this kid. What if he's a bully? You going to oh. tell this boy about the boundaries? <laughs> <laughs> pull him aside like, hey, no. We're going to need to separate your desk just a little bit. Like, at least Let me see your inches. hands at all times. Chill out. That boy's at home, and he's like, Mom, I have to sit next to a girl. Yeah, right? Her dad's on the radio. But we, <laughs> we walked into the room. And this teacher had surround sound set up in her room, and she's playing the the theme music for uh, the Epcot entrance music. What? So it's like this very orchestral, like, it's like what are we doing here? Is this Actually, Harry Potter? This I, is awesome. I just said something that really struck something within me. Your daughter and son throughout there, like, once they get into high school, they're going to be those kids that the parents are going to say, you can't mess with. Emerson and Leo, their dad is on the radio. <laughs> he will call you. You can't be doing dumb-ish with them because he's going to call you out on the air and then everyone's going to know it's my kid. Yeah, right. Uh, Especially we, that small town stuff. We have had a couple teachers that are like, oh, we listen to your dad. Is that weird? No, it's not weird. It's, it's so normal for them at this point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so happy first day of school. If it's your first day of school, uh, we're talking about Taylor, Joe, and Sophie. In keeping up with Casey today, Wayne Gretzky in the crosshairs right now. Meet has more in sports. And of course, we've got those Keith Urban tickets and the family four-pack to Merrimack Caverns in Remy versus Casey this week. Good morning. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Did you know Tracy Lawrence was such a philanthropist? Because I did not. I didn't. No. Earlier this year, he hosted his second annual Mission Possible Celebrity Classic Golf Tournament. Obviously, this is a huge call for like country music artists, etc. He invited Charles Kelly, Jake Owen, Jordan Davis, Hardy, Ernest, Deanna Carter, Mitchell Tempenny, Jamie Johnson, Quote Ford. Even Brett Hull was there. I think hey, he was on <laughs> I think Kid Rock might have been there too. Where was our invite? Well, you you need to play golf to get invited. They knew you've been practicing. They're like, oh, he's too good for us. Y'all, I can, it's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went to the driving range last week. I did. I, sh- I, sent, I sent me a video of my swing. How still, was it? Still there. Okay. Still there. Still hitting bombs. Anyway, the whole point of this was to raise money and awareness for the homeless population in Middle Tennessee, the Nashville area. They raised $430,000. That's Dang. awesome. With this golf tournament. $430,000? That's yeah. like blowing my mind. It's amazing it's how much money golf can can fundraise. Yeah. yeah. Like even the PGA, like that's their thing is fundraising. Just golf is like that thing. You get the Prince right money. people in the right place 
especially, and by the right people, I mean like the rich people in mm. the right place, you can make some serious change happen. So now a few months later, Tracy Lawrence has hand delivered all of these donations to nonprofits in the middle Tennessee area, the Nashville area, 12 different businesses and nonprofit organizations that support the homeless from just supplying a place for them to go shower before a job interview, yeah. a place to grab your meal for the day, whatever it is. So I was surprised because I didn't know that Tracy Lawrence was such a philanthropist. Obviously, this is a new thing. It's only a second year doing this golf tournament. But if the second year they've already raised $430,000, imagine what they're going to do in 10 years. Yeah, I think every city has its has its fair share of problems. And when you visit Nashville, you usually don't see those problems. That's true. Unless you're yeah. stuck in traffic. That's one of their problems. It's really bad. Uh, but usually see the glitzy, glamorous side of Nashville, the it touristy stuff. Like downtown for them is different than downtown exactly. for us. Exactly. And this fact, is really awesome. The fact that he's doing it and helping multiple organizations and bringing light and awareness to like, oh, these couple, these 12 this year, and next year it's another 12 or 15 or whatever. That is doing some major work. And it's just that I was really look, looking close because he posted a video and I'll post that to our Facebook page but he posted a video and I was really looking closely at the checks one check I saw was like $35,000 another one for twenty five. and so I think that he's working with every one of them to kind of know exactly what they need and how he can help cater to them which is really exciting so go check it out on the Facebook page find us at 92.3 W.I.L. we love it is love, that, love. Is that Kid Rock? I told you. I think Kid yeah. Rock was in the front row. Of course. <laughs> See if you can look in that picture and pick out Brett Hall from that crowd. I bet you can't. Remy and Casey. I just want to give a happy birthday shout out. We don't normally do this on the show, by the way, because a lot of people have birthdays. What are you going to start here? Come this on. This is the 40th birthday of the compact disc. Stop the Compact it. disc. The CD. 40 years. I, kinda, I figured it was it would have been longer than that. I know. Honestly. We had that discussion just before we went on the air about how technology moves so fast these days that the CD saw a very small run. I didn't even think it was that old though. I remember using cassette tapes growing up, like all the time using cassette tapes. And then yeah. I was like 10. I'm like, holy crap, what's this thing? A CD. <laughs> yep. No idea. I remember when old. my dad brought home our first CD player. My dad had like a stereo system with a record player and an amplifier and equalizer and all that kind of stuff. And he brought home the CD player. It was the size of like a VCR. <laughs> oh my god! Remember going to Walmart and looking at their boom boxes? Like they would have like a whole aisle of them and these giant like three and a half, four yeah. foot wide systems. Casey, you were probably on the tail end of CDs. Um, no, I had cassettes when I was young. Okay. And I had CDs throughout like obviously junior high, high school. When you, I was in college, my car, I got a car with like an aux cord. Did you have Fancy. a like ceremonial first CD that you purchased? Um, I well, I don't think I was purchasing CDs. But I know that I had like the first Britney album for okay. sure, and yeah. then like around like the Insyncs, the Dream Street, that kind of stuff. That's where my CD world lived. Gotcha. My yeah. first CD ever was Boys to Men too. Like we've discussed this before. Yeah. Not surprised. Uh, I'll make love to you was on it. <laughs> and as I was listening to this as like a 12 year old boy, <laughs> the, the one line in the in the uh, song is like, throw your clothes on the floor. I'm going to take my clothes off too. And I was like, ew. Why would you do that? 
Can't do that. <laughs> I mean, how about you? Uh, I definitely remember having the Baby One More Time album, but I very distinctly remember having this. Back it up. Oh, oh yeah, nice. the Bahamas, oh, for yeah. sure. And Shaggy. I remember having a Shaggy CD as well. You had a Britney Spears album? Heck yeah! What kid that <laughs> was <laughs> under like 13 did not have a Britney Spears CD at oh, that right. age? That kind of feel. That feels... Like a rite of passage. I didn't have one. I didn't have a Britney Spears CD. You of all people, you were like yeah, older, like 14, 15. Should have had. Dancing in your mirror to boys to men. Whatever. Sneaking girls in your mom's basement. <laughs> That's right. How many uh, how many love CDs did you burn for other uh, for other ladies? Oh, the mix CDs. Yeah. Those are great. Scooping up all the ladies that. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. This is this is your running mix. This is your exercise mix. This is uh, this is why I love you, Mix. Yeah, this is let's go to the, let's have our parents take us to the movies, Mix. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, we have a CD player in the Jeep, and both Laura and I looked at each other the other day, and we're like, we don't we don't even have any CDs in the car to play with. Do you remember like the big books that you would? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! You had it all organized. I need and to everything. dig one of those up. As I was looking through boxes the other day, I found one of mine. And it's just all burned CDs. The whole thing is just burned CDs. Open it up and show the kids one day. Be like, children, look at this. Yeah, I should. I should. That'd be a good video, Back actually. Uh, what was your first CD on the 40th birthday, on the 40th anniversary of the compact disc? What was your first CD? Let us know on the Facebook page. All you got to do is search 92.3 WIL. Place them up. It's time for Sports with Feet on 92.3 WIL. Your St. Louis Cardinals are on a roll. Two straight wins over the Colorado Rockies, and last night they did it in a big way. First, Paul Goldschmidt in the fifth inning, continuing his MVP chase, has home run number 29. And then the ninth inning, that's when all the magic happened. Bases loaded. Tyler O'Neill, your big basher, up at the plate, a chance to win the game. It hits O'Neill, and the game is over. Hit by pitch. The Cardinals walk it off. Maybe not that exciting, but it's a win either way. I love that they had a celebration, like he hit a home run or something. <laughs> Dumping the water bottles, yeah. the coolers all if over you, everybody. If you watch the replay of this, it it looks like Tyler makes a split decision. Is like, mm, yeah, I'll take that. And yeah. he just like sticks his elbow out and gets hit by the pitch. Early and- night off, boys. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so the Cardinals uh, back at it tonight. Again, still in first place in the division. And they host the Rockies in the third of four games at 645. This is a crazy story that's been going around. Wayne Gretzky is being sued. Uh, and it's all... Going back to a company that him and his wife were a part of. His wife, Janet, we actually had her on the fast lane a couple of years ago at the PGA Championship to promote this gum. It was called OMG Gum, and it was apparently a gum that helps you lose weight. And Wayne was brought on as in like an influencer after Janet was, claiming that he had allegedly lost a lot of weight. 35 pounds, he said, in six weeks. Nice. And then he came back and was like, oh, maybe that wasn't so true. Well, now the investors are suing him because they dumped a lot of money into it once they heard Wayne Gretzky say he lost 35 pounds in six weeks. So they're saying it was all false claims, and now they're suing the great one. From gum? From gum. Right, like you can't just say that you lost 35 pounds from gum. Yeah. That's what the product was claiming. The product was claiming it was a weight Well, loss apparently product. so was Wayne Gretzky. Well, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So and Therefore, I feel like they're kind of, I probably sue him too. Who, who, is, I'm just sorry. With what we know about losing weight and all of that stuff, who in their right mind is like, you know what? Gum is the answer. Right. <laughs> like it's 2022. Gum will do it. You got to try something new, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, and 
I'm mad because since 2019, I've been chewing this damn stuff. So (laughs) hasn't even worked yet. Come on, Wayne. Uh, Last story here. College football is officially underway and in college football, opportunities can come from anywhere. At the University of Ole Miss, apparently they're looking for a punter and they found their punter this week. This is their head coach, Lane Kiffin, talking about where they found him. Yeah, I don't know a lot about him. I think he was down at the frat house, you know, like at a keg party or something, you know, where they got him <laughs> from. So we got some conditioning work to do with my guy. But we just said, hey, someone go find a punter around campus. And so we found one that actually used to punt in Division One. Wow. That's what I'm wow. talking about right there. If I'm my guy, my guy at the kegger. That's our guy right there, boys. <laughs> go find you a teammate today. So all you college kids getting ready to go to college. Opportunity can come from anywhere. Have you ever Look seen these videos it. with like guys that kick on YouTube and they can do like 70, 80 yards? Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. That's yeah. who you need to Trending now. It's keeping up with Casey on 923 WIL. As Taylor Swift once says, the boys who broke my heart, I send their babies presents. And not in like a spiteful way. Damn. That's not spiteful. at all. Sounds spiteful. <laughs> that's from a lyric from that's a lyric from the song Invisible String, which I'll get to, but everyone knows when Taylor Swift was a teenager, she dated Joe Jonas. Mm -hmm. The relationship ended in an infamous 27-second phone call that she outed on Ellen. Okay. She went on to write a bunch of songs clearly about him, like basically calling him out without calling him out. It had to be about him. Years and years and years later, she wrote an album called Reputation, the entire Reputation album inspired by Game of Thrones. Okay. A few years ago, Did she break up with Game of Thrones? Joe Jonas, <laughs> Mary's Game of Thrones star, Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. What's her character called? I don't know. I was never into Game of Thrones. I didn't get Thrones. into Game of Thrones. The only person I know is Khaleesi, and I know that's not it. I watched one no. episode, and they burned the whole thing down. I'm like, <laughs> all right, this is stupid. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Either way, Sophie and Joe, they've been married for a while now. They've got a baby. Taylor infamously sent that baby a gift. And I want to say it's more of like an olive branch than anything. Yeah. Like a congratulations. I'm a big fan of Game of Thrones. Obviously, like we were teenagers at one time. Let's put that behind us. Sophie and Joe got online on like Instagram Live or something live earlier this week. And a fan said, okay, so what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? And Sophie goes, oh, Reputation's actually like really inspired by me and the other girls on the Game of Thrones cast. Do you know that? And he goes, oh, really? Oh. (laughs) And you can see it in his face and he's like, well, the entire Speak Now album is inspired by me 10 years earlier. (laughs) It's so funny. It's circulating circulating the internet because although he doesn't say that, you can see it in his eyes. Oh, well, she's got more songs about me than she does about you, wife. Perfect. Nobody so actually, and, and nobody actually says like Taylor will never come out and admit like this song is about this person. Just she's done that to. about Joe though. Has she? Yeah. Okay. Like on Ellen, she was like, "There's a song on this album, and it's because he dumped me over 27 second phone call." <laughs> wow. I know we've talked about like the future Taylor and what we're gonna see from her, like the settling down and all that stuff. What if future Taylor goes back and makes things right with all the exes, like all the people she wrote songs about over those years? Yeah. She does this. And she's like, kind oh, of doing now. that. She's done that with Katy Perry. She's done that with Joe. Um, I would really 
like to see her team up with the Kardashians. There's a lot of like bad blood there because of, of course, you know, Kanye. Mm-hmm. But I think what did he do? Her and that family, if they teamed up, could actually rule the world. I just don't know that there's any making up with Jake Gyllenhaal. You know what? There's not. And there shouldn't be. Okay? The keychain on the ground. We're done. All right? We're done. Anyway, I thought it was super funny. So maybe I'll post more. Follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, 923WIL. WIL traffic. Powered by Dobbs. There is some stop and go traffic on 55 northbound between Bayless and Virginia. Traffic's brought to you by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with 42 store locations. Check them out at go to Dobbs.com. Is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. You might say that you tell the truth, but that's a lie. A new poll says the average adult tells four lies a day. I don't know about that. Yeah, I do. You think it's more? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but you remember that one Friends episode? You don't. That one Friends You've episode? You've never seen Which it. One? Yeah. Janice said, uh, hi, do I look fat today? And I, I looked at her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. You looked at her? <laughs> <laughs> you never look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just answer. It's like a reflex. Do I look fat? No. <laughs> I, I never reference friends. That's because you've never seen it. That's true, but I just did. What the hell? So I hope all the friends people are happy. Uh, 37% of people think that they are an expert at lying and only 3% of people think they have a terrible poker face. So we have a lot of people who think they're good liars and we also have a lot of people that think they're good lie detectors. Is it something to be proud of to be a good liar? Like, is I that don't know. a characteristic yeah, that like you're these looking for? little everyday moments, sometimes I think it is easier to, like Ross says, be like, nope, and just keep the day pushing instead of making it a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell big lies, but I'm pretty good at messing with people. Otherwise, I feel like my wife can't even tell sometimes. And that, to me, is a sign of success. Yeah, something mattered. You definitely couldn't lie about it. But if if you're just messing around with somebody for a laugh, you could totally do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, How do you tell when someone is lying? The micro smirk. This is one of Casey's tells. She probably doesn't know this. But some people enjoy performing a lie and then will feel the inner desire to boast about how clever they are about fooling people. And so you get that little, little smirk. One side of the mouth raises slightly. This is Casey's tell. If she's uh, ever telling you a lie, you will know this. There you go. I've got your tell. You tell a lie and then you look out the window. Yeah, you do. (laughs) You try to avoid eye contact. You automatically look out the window. Or you say something and immediately... Picks up the coffee cup and yeah. immediately takes a drink of coffee so we can't see your face. Good to know. Good to know. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, there's the tongue poke. This is a gesture of disgust and rejection linked to rejecting food as a small baby. It can signal that someone doesn't like what is going on even when they are pretending to be happy and relaxed. The tongue poke. Tongue poke. Yeah. Start moving around your tongue in your mouth. Either that or it's a drug addiction, one of the two. Uh, Self-comfort rituals, fiddling with an earring or an earlobe or touching their own hair, playing with their clothing, tapping or fiddling with their fingers. All of this can be a self-calming thing under pressure. So you could be telling a lie. It's a whole lot of different things. It's wild. There's one where the tendency when you are lying is to look left. For whatever reason. Really? Looking left, boom. That's a lie. 
most times. That is yeah. so weird. Yeah. There are people out there, their jobs are solely to do this. Like to examine people, to figure out their body language, yeah. and then to attack them, whatever, you know, yeah. legally or whatever. Now I'm going to be watching everyone super close today. Yeah, right? Every time someone looks to the left, liar! Don't you try to figure <laughs> me out. <laughs> do you guys like my wardrobe? Yeah. What? Just overall, do you Not like really. No. Not really. And that's the truth. <laughs> See, we didn't lie. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know. Casey's a little smirk. You might like my my various colored t-shirts. All right. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's dad life. Let's go. Uh, 92.3 WIL on Facebook if you want to see that story. All right. We've got our contestants on the phone for Remy versus Casey. Mitch in St. Louis, Stephanie in Redbud. Stephanie, you were on the phone first. So who do you think is going to win today? Remy or Casey? I'm going to go with Casey. Yeah. Oh, God, well, sir. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. Remy leads this month 6-5, just captured the lead back. And today we've got ourselves a brand new game we're going to try. It's called Song Association. Uh, How this is going to work. I love this if I know what it is. Of course she does. How it's going to work. It's going to be like a fast pace. You'll have 25 seconds. I'll give you songs from one artist in groups of three, and you'll have to tell me who the artist is. Here's the thing, though. If you want to skip that group, if you want to, if you get it wrong, you can. You can go past it. You can stay on it as long as you want. Have as many guesses as you want. You have 25 seconds to get as many as you can right. Can we have an example? So, yeah, I'll give you an example. So I could say something like, bye, 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 can't stop the feeling sexy back. Oh, okay. Justin Timberlake. Justin not Timberlake. what I thought it was. Ding. Okay. So 25 Still, seconds I, I you will have. Stephanie chose right on this one because. We'll see. Casey, get out in the hallway because you're going to have the same options here. Remy goes first today. Remy! Oh. You are great at these games. Don't no. act like that. Okay. 25 seconds is on the clock. Pass. You ready? <laughs> here we go. Sangria, nobody but you, kiss my country ass. Uh, pass. <laughs> we were us, the fighter, you look good in my shirt. Uh, we were us, we were us. Uh, Tim McGraw. <laughs> Get along, all the pretty girls, don't blink. Oh my gosh, I know all these, but I just can't, I can't think this fast. Uh, pass. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so not great. <laughs> Not great. What an m- amazing job you did as thank Casey you, walks you. back in. Uh, I surprised myself. Most impressive performance ever. Okay, let's go. All right, Casey. Here you go. Number one for you. Sangria. Nobody but you. Blake Shelton. We were us, the fighter. You look good in my shirt. King Keith Urban. Get along, all the pretty girls. Give me, some more, give me some of that. Craving Thomas. you. Hell on we hell on heels, little red wagon. Miranda. I hope pick me up the good Gabby ones. Barrett. Here comes goodbye these days. My wish. Of rascal Flats. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. It was dude. good, but was it enough? I don't know. This one's actually kind of close. And the it'll winner be, it'll is. It'll be interesting to see. It's like who wins. Casey. Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how many you got. No, you don't. <laughs> you, don't. <laughs> you really don't. Uh, have you ever heard of a goose egg before? Wait, uh, goose egg? 
Yeah. We play all these songs. All I know these we artists. do. Dude, I, I, don't, I don't do well in these situations. It's I don't. the speed oh of the game God. that gets you nervous. You know, the you speed, get caught up in everything. You're saying words. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. Congratulations, Casey. And congratulations, Stephanie. You're our big winner today. Merrimack Caverns or Keith Urban tickets. Your choice. Keith Urban. All right. Go to Keith. And you've tied it back up. So congratulations, Casey. Man, uh, Mitch really got the short end of the straw. It's stick. not a Remy game. I guess we know that now. Uh, anything song related is just not my game. We work in music. I know. I just don't. I don't like it. I hate music. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. National Rum Day was yesterday and we missed it. Dang it. Remy, that's your job. You're supposed to remind me of these things. I did not miss it. I had Captain Morgan yesterday. No, you didn't. I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, had we known, I would have brought in some Kenny Chesney Blue Chair Bay rum. Maybe just as like a little morning. He's got like the rum cream you can throw in your coffee. That's a good idea. Some Baileys or something. But now that I mentioned that, he actually dropped a new rum cream yesterday. Hey, everybody. It's Kenny Chesney saying happy National Rum Day. And I'm also very thrilled to say that we are releasing Mocha Rum Cream September 1st as a limited time offer. So. He says it like he's never drank an ounce in his life. Yeah. We are <laughs> releasing mocha, uh, what is this, mocha rum, rum cream. Creme. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there an apostrophe? <laughs> it got me thinking. Country artists having their own brand of alcohol is like having a podcast. Everyone has one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we are not sure why. Name a country artist that you don't think has one. Brett Eldridge. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> it needs to be like an eggnog. It's because he's like sober, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Charles Kelly. It's got to be a oh. nog. Uh, Toby Keith. Wrong. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw does not have one. That's another good one. Also, someone he's who's sober. He's healthy, though, yeah. Is he? No. Oh, yeah, I guess so. So, Thomas Red's got a tequila. Luke Bryan's got beer. Blake Shelton's got vodka. Little Big Town has wine. George Strait has Codigo. Yeah, it's tequila. Florida, Florida, tequila. Florida Georgia Line has a... Pecan whiskey. Did you say I Luke Bryan's beer. Camp whiskey. Old Luke Bryan yeah. beer. Miranda has wine. Jason Aldean has bourbon. Zach Brown has wine. Parker McCollum has wine. Toby Keith has mezcal. Cole Swindell has um, a partnership with Sugarland Moonshine. Darius Rucker has whiskey. John Rich has something. Jake Owen has whiskey. You yeah. really cannot keep up. So if you have a favorite artist, look up. Their name plus liquor, guarantee they've got some sort of alcohol out there. And the tough thing is that none of these are like a, a super valuable, it's like a really nice bottle of bourbon, you know, where it's worth five, six hundred dollars or something like that. How much do you think the Eric Church um, single barrel black Jack Daniels is? I don't know off the top of my head. 40 bucks, yeah, maybe. It's 40? Under 100. Why do sure. they make it feel like it's so it's high Derek end? Church. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've, I feel like of all of the... Of all the liquor brands, Kenny's brand has probably been around the longest and, and definitely has the has the most flavors and all of that goes with a lot. His vibe and everything. So that's one thing that kind of threw me this morning. I was looking at this and they have like 12 flavors for his rum. I've never had it. Is this is this like the Burnett's version of rum? Is this like a cheap, you know, like, an, uh, is Kenny slacking a little bit? Or it's like a $12, $15 <laughs> bottle and they all kind of maybe suck? I don't know that it's cheap. <laughs> It is one of those brands that, like, I was drinking it long before I realized that it belonged to Kenny Chesney. Okay, that's fair. Like, it was yeah. one day I was, like, really looking at the bottle that I was like, <gasps> that's Kenny. Yeah. Otherwise, I, it's so good that you, you couldn't, you could drink it forever and not realize. Yeah. But it fits his brand so well. He needs to be on it. 
He needs to be like his own version of Captain Morgan. On the bottom? Yes. So his leg up in the, like his knee up on Shiny something. Shiny bald head. Yeah. His knee up on his island. Just hanging out with his rum. I don't know about all that, but I do know I almost picked up Thomas Rhett's tequila. It's here in Creve Core at the gas station. So That's nice. I'll maybe have to bring Quality. it in. <laughs> we'll take a little, we'll take a taste test later this week, maybe. Plastic bottle. Remy and Casey. So Mariah Carey is being sued for a very random reason. She's trying to trademark the phrase Queen of Christmas. Yeah, and a actual Christmas singer, Elizabeth Chan, who I've never heard of, is trying to stop her. She says, quote, no one person should hold on to anything around Christmas or monopolize in the way that Mariah seeks to in perpetuity. Oh, how dare you? Santa. <laughs> you know? Santa. I think Santa's okay. With, I mean, Coca-Cola polar bears. I would imagine that Mrs. Claus would be the one to have her pro- a problem calling herself queen of Christmas. But I, who is this person? Elizabeth uh, Chan? Exactly. Elizabeth Chan. Who is she? Exactly. Yeah. She is a Christmas singer. She sings Christmas. Name her, like, name her best song. Um, exactly. Little Drummer Boy. I anyway. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So is is she actually going to win this or why does it matter? Well, she's she's saying that Christmas, the like the Christmas should be shared. It yeah. shouldn't just be one person getting the queen title. The participation Christmas title. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, well, who's the king of Christmas then? Because we all know it's probably going to be. Oh, my gosh. His eyes are crossed. His legs are crossed trying to keep his pants up. Call me Miss Christmas. Mr. Brett Eldridge. Yeah, he is. It's got to be, right? He needs to go above the mister and add king to that title, king of Christmas. King of Christmas. Yeah, because I don't know what Burl Ives. Okay. Like Frank Sinatra? No. Elvis? Brett Eldridge. Oh my gosh. It's right up there. Elvis? Top of the class. Really? <laughs> oh. It got me thinking of like other. Okay, so who's like the king and queen of Valentine's Day? Oh my gosh. Mm, that's Sinatra. Like Buble? Old bubble. I almost associate Buble with Christmas more. Okay. Josh Groban. Groban? Who? Josh Groban. Josh Groban. What's he sing? Like everything. He's the, he's the opera guy. Josh, Josh Groban. Okay. What about your guys' boys to men? Oh yeah. I mean, they could be. I guess. Yeah, they're very sensual and kings of your Valentine's Day when you were in high school. Smooth. Here's a name for you, Colby Callier. Remember her, Colby Callier. 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 Is that how you say Callier? Callier. I don't know how to say it. There's an I in there. Dang it. How do you make Colby Callier? How do you make it fancier than it is? Put an apostrophe and an I on it. Uh, are you thinking Valentine's Day, Colby Calais yeah. for Valentine's Day? Yeah. The bubbly and all those songs. King of Fourth of July. Toby Keith. Lee Greenwood. Oh, come on. <laughs> Kid freaking rock. I don't know, yeah. man. Lee with one song sealed the deal. Lee Greenwood recorded that yes. song and it set him up for the rest of his life. Yeah. If fireworks and beer were a person, it would be Kid Rock. It would be Kid Rock. Sure. Yeah. I, I can see that. And amongst other substances as well. Right, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know. Uh, will Will Mariah Carey escape this? Will she become the queen of Christmas? I don't know. In my know. head, she She's, is. It's yeah. petty to be like, you can't have that title, you know? You should have got to it first. Right. All we want for Christmas is her. Yeah. So. Maybe we should play that whole song right She's now. no Colby Callier. to show you where. Nobody likes real news. 
This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Guys, I'm all about saving the earth and being eco-friendly, but this is where I draw the line. Do you remember years ago when Cheryl Crow made headlines for suggesting that we use one sheet of toilet paper after using the restroom? I think this will catch on. If everybody just uses one square of toilet tissue. I mean, there are going to be those odd occasions where you have to use two or three. I mean, truth be told. She's up on stage and she's like suggesting this to. She wasn't serious. I think she might have been. I think she was. She's in front of a crowd. Her just, I think her timing was a little wonky, but she did not mean let's start using one square. I think Casey, she was trying to make a joke. It was at a global warming conference. It You're- is Cheryl Crow. <laughs> she's from Missouri. Did you she hear gets the, it. Did you hear the nervous laugh at the like after she said it? The guy's like, oh, ah. dude, everybody was uncomfortable <laughs> at that point. Like, because you instantly visualize the moment where you have to just take one square. That's not going to cut it. Not going to cut it. (laughs) I mean, the tissue will cut. That's for sure. Uh, There's a new company that has a product that kind of promotes this thing, but in a different way. A reusable cloth towel to be used instead of toilet paper after using the facilities. It's like a cloth diaper for babies. It is a toilet cloth. That is what it's called. I actually know of people who who do this. Who? What? Yeah, like I'm gonna say that, <laughs> say their names. They're saving the earth. It's you more should, like, they should be. They should be exalted. They call themselves like no waste families, meaning they don't gotcha. use like one time products like toilet paper. You use it once, you throw it away. They'll like they have a little hamper besides the toilet so that they can use it. Toss in the hamper, close the lid, and then it gets washed. Stop. You have like a bidet or something that you <sighs> use before, right? I mean, probably. There's you. You can't just all willy nilly go in there without doing any. <laughs> yeah, I'm prep. sure. I'm sure they do. The hamper next to the toilet has a bunch of reusable towels in it with crap all over them. Oh my gosh. But cloth diapers have been around forever, Get ever. That. Understand that. That's a baby thing. But Why? Do, do cloth diapers, they go in like a sealable diaper thing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Diaper storage, Not just like a like normal. The day, it would have just been like a hamper. Well, yeah, there was a lot of things back in the day, but like... Well, that's what I'm saying is everyone's everyone's getting all worked up, and I'm like, this is not a revolutionary idea. It involves toilet cloths. Okay, this is the new idea. From which a piece can be pulled out, folded into thirds, and preferably be used after wetting it with water. After use, a piece of toilet cloth is to be folded inwards, stored in a wet basket or bag, and then thrown into the washing machine. I do think there does, there needs to be a alternative, shut up, (laughs) an alternative to toilet paper. I don't know that this is the way, but sure. Could you imagine mom comes in, she's like, hey, you only turned that twice. There's one more use on it. Dig it back out. Do you have your name on it? (laughs) This is Remy's. (laughs) You always know. Jeez. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know. Do you just toss it in the dirty clothes hamper or? I have so many questions about this. I don't think I'll, I don't think I can ever adopt it, but I've got questions about it. And if you've got questions too, I posted the story up on the Facebook page. You're going to get the people all riled up on Facebook. I'm hoping so. You know they just like I'm to yell. I'm hoping so. We want to save the earth. No, you don't. I do. I'll use toilet cloth. No, Nothing you won't. Means that. You're right. I won't. <laughs> it's Remy and Casey's Salute to Freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today we salute Josh Crowder of Wentzville, was military police in the Army and served in the National Guard. Josh, we salute you and thank you so much for your service. He sent us a request song. He wants to hear George Strait. It's Troubadour. Become a Salute to Freedom recruit at 923wil.com.
1093 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today. Uh, it's the happy birthday to the CD. That's all I got to say. The CD. The CD. 40th birthday for the CD. If you've got, the if you still have a CD player, bust it out. Maybe uh, get the anti-skip version. Go for a run. See what, see how that works. Forget mm-hmm. the Discman. <laughs> the Discman. <laughs> uh, we just wrapped up our 10-town tour last week. Our last stop was in Wentzville at Peach Drive-In. Yeah. Everybody always asks, I went out to a 10-town tour stop. When are you going to pick the winner? What's happening? It's right. going to it's going to happen today. That's right. We're going to call going the to winner call. in the next like I don't know ten-ish minutes. We'll so see. if you get a number from a weird phone or a call from a weird phone number, yes. answer it. Yes, because it could be us. Yes, and I, I couldn't be more excited to give this out because it's it's a trip. You're going to Sandals with us. I feel oh, like that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, answer your phone if you get a random number here in the next several minutes. Uh, we're going to be calling that winner. Also, tomorrow's a Friday light, so that just is closer to Friday. Got a, a big weekend planned and all that. So if you missed anything from the show, you can always check that out on the Remy and Casey Show podcast. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sure.